0: Hello, this is the Crush Monocle Podcast. I am your host Coop, and this is my co-host John. Hello. Yeah. See, we're getting better <laughs> at the openings.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> <laughs> What's that? We need like, uh, you know that like when you're a YouTube guy and it's like, Brick-ing! what is that like noise oh. that they make or whatever?
0: Oh no, no, no! We're not going to tell anyone <laughs> to smash the like button. Yeah,
1: there. hit subscribe, smash like, and then uh tell us what your first sweat dream was in the comments.
0: Yes, no one did that. God damn it. (laughs) But listen, we're not giving away a PlayStation 5 at 100,000 subscribers. It's just not happening. No, no. Um, This is a podcast where we talk about stuff, all the stuff. And uh, that's pretty much it. It's just two white dudes who talk about (laughs) a bunch of stuff and make fun of ourselves. So uh,
1: I had a, I had a, like a, well, okay, so I have two things here. Okay. Two things. One, the other day I had like a zip up like hoodie, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, look, I I don't wear like white like sweats or like white sweatshirts. or Oh, of course not. Right. That'd be terrible. I do like a white Mm -hmm. T-shirt. Yeah, I know. That's questionable. That's right. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) I was wearing a zip up hoodie that was like what I would describe as oatmeal. So it's not quite white. Right. It's a very light gray.
0: Or you have really hard water and you wash it a bunch of
1: times. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my wife called me Daddy Oatmeal, and it's the whitest I've ever felt in my
0: entire life. (laughs) Man, Daddy Oatmeal, that's kind of a good name. I'm not going to debate it. (laughs) Okay, secondly, this is my other
1: thing. Mm. It's the Christmas episode, right? Uh, sure so I figured we were having a Christmas <laughs> party and I put on a nice sweater and you're just in your same old black t-shirt I thought I thought that we were dre- I thought this was like a suit and tie kind of black tie kind of situation
0: <laughs> first of all if I put a tie around my neck I'd hang myself with it
1: uh, <laughs> where's your nice sweater vest? like I look at this, this is nice <laughs> this is a
0: creeps t-shirt yeah okay so all right. I mean all right. so I, we, I we weren't a we weren't dressing a little more formal this time around Oh, I thought maybe your heat was out, and then you uh, This just... <laughs> is why I look like a hobo with this yes. hat and this bucket. But you look quite cozy. For, the, for hey. the people who can't see this, John is wearing <laughs> a very nice sweater, and he has a very nice hat. It buttons up. It, it buttons up, and uh, he's in his nice, dark <laughs> office. It's very cozy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I... I mean, we got to do a
1: Christmas episode, right? So let's sure. do a Christmas episode.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a two thing. We're doing a Christmas episode and a year-end kind of thing. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah. But we're not going to waste too much time. We're not going to, you know, talk about Megan The Stallion and the date that didn't happen after last episode. <laughs> it still could happen. It, it still, still could. I-, I tweeted Cardi B today, and, you know, I'm going to make cause sure. Because they're like homies, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's the plan. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: so i like how i told you that we should do a year-end list and then i come in here saying it's a christmas episode <laughs> that's a, hey look christmas happens <laughs> at the end of the year so <laughs> okay so uh what do you think about us like maybe hitting on like our things that we should talk about like new music that we like okay
0: and then maybe we can talk about christmas stuff and then we can talk about like end of year yeah what do you think? That's cool. We can... We've been... Hey, look, this is, like, what? The sixth episode or seventh episode? I think we're only on, like, four. No, I think it's, like, the sixth. No! I think so. Because I think the Halloween episode was the fourth episode.
1: The, uh, fuck okay yeah
0: i think this is the sixth episode either way we're streamlined now we're professionals yeah this is no longer a test run this is the real deal
1: 100
0: yep although we don't have any advertisers if you want to endorse the crash monocle podcast you can (laughs) 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 um okay i'm gonna make mine uh, really super quick of one of the things that i listened to was the new freaking failure album yeah there you go 100 yeah
1: You know what, I so I'm on my like third listen. So obviously, okay. if anybody's ever listened to this podcast, like I think Kelly Scott or Failure or something comes up like at least once an episode, yes, right? or at least the past couple. Yeah. Um, you know what, I noticed is there's a lot of like, uh, I had it up loud today when I was working, and like mm-hmm. there's a lot of them like talking to each other on the tracks. Yeah, I hadn't just, noticed that. They're, yeah, like, it, talking to each other, and you can, like, hear it in the background
0: as if, the, like, the room mics are, like, picking them up. Like, top, you know what I mean? See, like, I mid-song? Thought, I thought it was kind of, like, space stuff. Like, you know how, like, when you hear, like, oh. space transmissions? Okay. I, I I was just, like, I could... It sounded like a room
1: mic was, like, picking them up. Yeah. But is it more, like, supposed to be, like, a transmission-type situation?
0: It, okay, look. If you know Failure, you know the those guys are very... um Particular about Space every rock. single thing, yeah. So everything has to be perfect. Yep. Uh, so um yep. Ken Andrews, he would probably die if someone if there was talking in the mic if it wasn't their own purpose.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah.
0: So I just think that's just another another layer. Uh, yeah, but it you know. it
1: sounded it's it's to cool. Me, yeah, I, like I feel like okay, so I listen to it in my car stereo, which is probably like the loudest I'll play it, but like the yeah. shittiest stereo. Does that okay. make sense? Where, like, my office has, like, probably the best stereo and, like, probably can go pretty loud but not crazy loud. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: I just never get a chance to listen to, like, on headphones or whatever. Right, yeah. So I feel like that's a headphones album, and I haven't given it, like, headphone time.
0: Very much. I have a set of um, Bose headphones. Oh, very nice. Those are, like, my elite headphones when it comes to listening to the music, and it is perfect. It sounds like you're literally in the studio with them.
1: Well, that, I mean, that's why I want to put headphones in to kind of figure out like what that like background chatter is like, yeah. like, between
0: the songs or whatever. You know it's, what I mean? I thought I was losing my mind when I heard it. <laughs> You're like, who's talking to me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's. Uh, I, I will say this about it: we didn't. No one's covered it on the on the site yet, or no. if. Um, but well, Should by be. the time this gets played, uh, my article for the top albums of the year will already be out, so it's no spoilers. But oh, when is uh, that dropping? Uh, as of recording this tomorrow, so oh, really? Okay, yeah, okay, so it'll be right. So, people, so like, hey, it.
1: guys, go back like four days on the website and you'll see that.
0: Yes, <laughs> hey, did you see that it changed the front page? Oh, I did see that. That was, uh, that isn't that nice. what you
1: wanted? Like, just like the new stuff and then everything else below it.
0: Right? Yeah, that's that's more streamlined for, for users. I think that's okay. good. Uh, no, uh, what I was saying was, I think being that I've listened to it like a billion times. Uh, it's probably their leanest album. It's not yeah. very long. It's like 10 songs no. or whatever. Um, at I don't first... feel like
1: it, I feel like it's like they're like, I hate to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I just get no, like no. super hype. Like, <laughs> I feel like it was like their lightest album, too, while also like rocking. But like, it was like, it's Phil as heavy. Does it's that very makes sense. It's very pretty. Yeah. Okay. Like okay, very, okay. Okay. There it's you a go, very go, there pretty album. Yeah. And that
0: was something I really wasn't expecting from failure because uh, failure is a very uh, dissonant type of type of thing. You know, like i feel their, like the
1: last album was kind of heavy you
0: know yeah what I mean? yeah it was heavy but i think the album before that their like their first reunion album was like yeah, really yeah. ugly like there's a couple there's like a couple songs that's kind of pretty but it's yeah. like really aggressive and kind of not angry sure. so much but a little bit more you know yeah. uh, this album it, yeah yeah this album doesn't have that at all i don't think there's mm-hmm. anything ugly in this album no, it's all. just like perfection, like yeah, like pristine, like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like they've yeah. got nothing to prove, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's very lean. I, I kind of miss the interludes, I know. When you're, yeah,
1: yeah, no, that
0: I mean, that's kind of like they've kind of like done that for
1: a while. And so, when you don't get it from a failure album, like I get why you would miss it, you yeah. Know what I mean,
0: but it sounds perfect, there's nothing I would change about the album. Um, it's, yep. it's a lean album, albums shouldn't be that long anyway, so uh, yeah. Uh, The one point I would like to to say, it reminds me of Pink Floyd.
1: Okay. Yeah, Um, because it's a little bit more like, okay, I get it, I get it. Yeah, it's like,
0: it's okay, Failure's always been kind of like a spacey type of thing anyway. But this album is spacey and pretty, so it Mm kind of hits Mm -hmm. those mid-era pink floyd man aesthetic. listening
1: to you talk about it, it's like making me want to listen to it again I, right now. i know like, i know i right know I've, I've listened to it on every i listened
0: to it um on my stereo at home i listen to it in my my car i listen with my bose headphones it's yeah. perfect all around um uh, yeah, yeah. you get me all hype <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll be 10 30 at night and john will be listening to Failure yeah. again the, the twins will get out of bed and I'll just be like, fuck yeah, let's get it. <laughs> um, so what was another thing that you listened to, John? Okay. So I have a big list. Okay. And I don't want to take up a bunch of time. So
1: I'm just going to like say it. Okay. Kind of like give like one or two words. as like what vibe it is in case people don't want to like dig <laughs> and then, Word. and then, okay. All right, cool. So, uh, Matt Jameson, who contributes to the site and who we talked about last time. Yep. Um, he recommended a band called black spell and the album's called the purple skull. And it's very heavy, 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 like druggy, wobbly, like stoner, yeah. like seventies. Nice. Uh, really enjoyed that. Um, I'm actually right now. Yeah. Uh, the new album from uh, Eris is uh, called distant fires. Um, they're a pretty good, like kind of post hardcore band. Okay. Yeah. Um, the band who's like my top kind of thing right now, Calhoun Wald City, mm-hmm. their singer guitar player produced this one. And so it's got super great tones, all that stuff. It's awesome shit. Um, then the, I don't know how to pronounce this correctly, but like Eldavar. So it's um, Cadaver and Elder made kind of like a stoner rock, kind of just insane, like Led Zeppelin tribute, but like in the best oh, possible way. But I mean, yeah. it's their own songs, but it sounds so right. like album four, but like not like shitty rip off <laughs> 70s rock. You know, right. Like it's very like, yeah, kind of nuanced and like you feel like mm-hmm. you're kind of in like a new like Lord of the Rings kind of book. It's not like new... Greta
0: Greta Fleet. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do not support Greta Fee, uh, no, Van Fleet, no, whatever I mean. name no. that group is on the Crush Monocle podcast. <laughs> no, no.
1: And then um, unless they want to pay with... us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Even then, I'd be like, "Hey, can Mm -hmm. we just have like two minutes to roast you?" Right. (laughs) I'm sorry for (laughs) interrupting. Yes. (laughs) No, you're totally fine. Uh, And then again, like failure album, we just talked about that. Like Mm -hmm. that's insane. And then I know that I brought up King Buffalo last time, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know that they were actually dropping a brand new album, which they did. Yeah. Uh, they recorded it live in a cave, which is kind of nuts. (laughs) <laughs> um i haven't i didn't i haven't bought like the concert video yet it's only 10 bucks i probably should uh but i have the download and it's really cool and i know i repped them just last episode but another kind of that's a dope band and they're just they just keep churning out really good shit it's like a pretty prolific year for them so
0: yeah even the band name's cool king buffalo I know, right, right? yeah like that but just then, sounds like you listen to that in like a 70s chevy van but here's like the problem tires with and stuff
1: there's like a bunch of bands that are somewhat similar that have right buffalo in their name so there's like lord buffalo king buffalo and then there's like one other one that i can't remember uh
0: buffalo wild wings yes (laughs) yes (laughs) yep yep
1: my favorite (laughs) also not an endorsement for (laughs) (laughs) although
0: (laughs) i'm sorry that's a bad joke i'll I'll i mean
1: yeah i think i could get behind that
0: Yeah, yeah i uh I like king yeah. buffalo a lot um and after the last podcast i listened to that album quite a bit but i i didn't know they had a new one either it's recorded yeah. in a cave sold i already know it's good yeah and you can and there's like it's
1: kind of like a like a, a spring kind of situation so you can hear like kind of the running water like in oh, between that's tracks cool. and stuff yeah it's yeah, really yeah. cool and they have a video up but they only have one video because it's only a four song album so they're trying to like get you to like buy the film, which is only right. 10 bucks. And I actually really should because I'm curious to see like what it looked like. But yeah,
0: yeah, such fair. a tight band. So yeah. Um one of the other albums I listened to quite a bit since the last time is by Lauren Elise. Uh it's called This Is Personal. It's off Soul Stuff Records. It's kind of like a it's like an RB album, um, mm-hmm. but R and B with like a live band. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Love that. And uh if you've probably already read the article uh those listening now but it's it definitely ranked high on my albums of the year list right, right. the album actually came out in 2020 but it came out on vinyl this year do they do like a reissue
1: type thing? Yeah, it's, yeah it, it
0: just came out on vinyl like just a few weeks ago but uh yeah. it's a killer album and it sounds so freaking good on vinyl i know that sounds super hipster but <laughs> uh it just sound like a live band playing r&b Oh just yeah! Freaking good. It it,
1: it doesn't get any better than that. It, yeah, it, honestly, she is it's super
0: awesome. super good. Her voice is awesome. The songs are like really personal. I mean, that's the name of the album. I know the, but it's uh it's not like contrived or anything. Like this is like the legit. This is kind of like this generation's um, Lauryn Hill. You okay. know, like wow, okay. You know how like that's, her that's, album, yeah, okay. Like that okay. album, like really really hit in nineteen ninety eight or whenever that was. And you're like, oh man, I love this. Yeah. You know, this yes. is. That vibe only with real instrumentation.
1: Ugh. Yeah, I, I mean, if you if you can give me, look, I love like a really good like boom bap beat, you mm-hmm. know, for, for like hip hop and stuff like that. Yeah. But like if you can give me like live band like hip hop beats or like live band gospel or live band like R&B or soul or whatever, like, yeah, because they're so good. Especially I know. the rhythm section like the
0: drummers and like the bass players oh, like
1: right. they they they're just so good.
0: They just I, are it, so good. It sounds so uh cliche but it's very church. You know what I mean? Like the drummer yeah. with the bass player. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. magic. Um not a lot of people's doing that uh these days. I mean, if they do they kind of make it the gimmick, you know? Yeah. This isn't a gimmick. This is just a really good album. Yeah. Uh, another artist who's also on my list for uh, top albums of the year is her or H E R. I don't know if it's okay. I don't know if that's you call it her or H E R. But yeah, she's yeah. another R and B uh, lady who has real instrumentation. Hers is a little bit more. Oh hip-hop. yeah,
1: okay, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, like H dot E dot R dot. I just yeah. Up. I don't know yeah, if it,
0: okay. I don't know how you pronounce it if it's her or initials, but um that's a really good album that also ranked very very high on my uh, list. Ah, uh, the album's a little long, and there's a lot more hip hop into it rather than real instrumentation. Look but, at you
1: getting all like R and B, like hip-hop-y. Well,
0: man. I I'm
1: not a big hip hop. You're person. like indie rock man, or not like indie heavy rock, like indie rock and roll.
0: <laughs> like, what are you doing with what are you doing with this R and B list? <laughs> now, I always like R and B, man. Like I know it, you do. I know it, you do, but but my my vibe I think is it's like... taking you over. It's taking over your soul, man. <laughs> well, my vibe is like the like Motown. I love of like course the, yeah. or, or like the 60s type stuff so right, right uh both of these albums kind of touch on that probably Lauren Elise more than her but uh very very good albums check both of those out speaking of top list uh I don't know if you yeah. looked at my article in the draft yet because it's not posted now I but I it is I'm... pretty much the most diverse um 21 albums I think I've I've ever written at this. That's big for you, man. That's yeah. really good. Like, I mean, there's some there's some staples in it, you know, like you know Exodus sure. is on there and Failure, right? On that. Yeah, you've got but, your Thrash stuff and like your right. Space Rock, yeah. And my okay. uh and my Nashville stuff. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> gotta have it, gotta have it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm and, and it wasn't done purposely. I mean, that, these are just the albums I listened to the most this year. And uh yeah, it. this year was a uh, pretty good for that. We'll get onto that topic in a minute.
1: <laughs> uh, we might as
0: well, I mean shit. We might as well stick on it, and then we'll just yeah Christmas stuff.
1: Might as well All right. right?
0: Uh, this year uh, for me, I listened to a lot of stuff, and I think the biggest uh, culprit for me was not going to shows. Yeah, you know I get, that. I get that. I I said that, and I think I said that last week or last month. But um, right. going to shows uh, gets me into different different music, obviously, because I'll just see stuff on a whim. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do that, so I felt like I had to dig more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, this was a pretty, pretty good year for uh diversity, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, 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 so I'm a total Apple Music yuppie, terrible person. <laughs> However you want to label me, like. And I will say this: if I go to your show, I'll buy. I'm buying a t-shirt, like, hundred percent. Yep. And if you don't have any t-shirts that I like. I'm going to be an even bigger yuppie and buy like your album CD because I have five-year-old twins and I can't spin, re- spin records. So <laughs> yeah, they the see only it, time they I can actually it. listen to fucking music is in my car and I still have a CD player in my car. So good for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, judgmental you want, it's fine. No. Um, but so I make, I make on Apple music, I make like playlists, like genre playlists mm-hmm. and I do it by year. And, um, so it, after you know, it's like I like something and I just add it to the playlist and you know whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the year, I often forget like how you know some some days you'll find like three albums that just throw them in the playlist. And you're like, I need to right. check this out later, You know, <laughs> and then or there's something that you really love and you spin it and then you kind of forget about it and you're so mm-hmm. I, I that's where it's become like I think tough for me like for year end lists is like I'm consuming so much and yeah, not spending right. enough time with like stuff. You yep, know what I mean? Yep, yep. So it's hard for me to, like, say, like, these are my favorite albums or, like, you know, this is what I loved or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I and I've been thinking about doing this, and I'm not sure if I will because it's going to be so big and long. And I'm talking about the playlist, nothing else. Anyways. um, <laughs> <laughs> um So, like, I just basically want to just, like, list, like, what I listen to instead of saying, right. like, this is my one. This is my two. This is my yeah twenty. You know, mm-hmm. like, and just be like, heavy stuff was over here. Just the list, like, maybe give like a just you know, like I right. feel like at least describing like, because if you hate death metal, you don't want to click on something and be like, oh god, this is death metal. I want it. You know yeah what I mean? right right. So like at least give like a vague like genre description or something. Mm. But I don't know. It yeah.
0: When I wrote my uh, article for the 21 albums, I, yeah. I I could really, I mean, I don't really like to list things and countdowns. I think that's, I don't, you know, that's subjective for one. And who am yeah, I? But... I mean, because if you think about it, like
1: you love the failure album mm-hmm. for the reasons you love the failure album. Right. right? I can't compare where... that
0: to where I'm going to, you know, the same reasons why I like the Exodus album. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. Or, or
1: like the R&B stuff. Like, you, right. it, you know, there's reasons you love mm-hmm. the failure album and there's reasons that you love the R&B stuff. And right. it's like. Yeah. Can't. So
0: really, really anything, any, I could delete the numbers off that article and just have the albums that I listen to, but it doesn't matter. No matter how you list them, people's going to see it as right, a list, right. you right. know? Yeah. But, Cause if
1: you put the, that one first,
0: even though you don't put a number to it, right. Technically that's like your first one or like right. whatever. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's all going to work down to that last one. But yeah. um, I think that, there was just like you said i just consume so much it's hard to really kind of narrow it down so i just went with the albums that i had that had an impact on me this this year yeah yeah
1: and it was a like, lot do you feel like impact means like you spent the most time listening to it or did impact like it taught you to like hear
0: something different or just like hit you at a certain spot I, or like i kind of think both because uh some of the some of my favorite bands release music this year i mean right. like i, I right. said failure exodus right. uh, ministry right. like liars all these yeah. dudes yeah. release albums this year insane. yeah and um so it, it seems kind of biased that they're, they rank so high on my uh, albums list right. but uh they're just also good albums not just because they're failure or liars or whatever right. uh right. but also at the same time uh I listened to so much stuff this year that it made me appreciate genres a little more. And I don't right. normally care about genre labels, but I right. mean, it's big for me to have two R and B records on my year no, That's you. list. Yeah, you I've know,
1: never seen. I've never seen that on the
0: <laughs> list. But even even like established artists like uh, Saint Vincent or uh, she had a, a really good album this year. Did
1: you like that like seventies rock album she did? I did.
0: Um, I kind of uh, I felt that it was kind of like a good combination of Prince and David Bowie.
1: Yeah yeah like i i I didn't i didn't like i listened to it like three or four times and i was like "This is good because i Mm. despised like her
0: like futuristic kind of futurism vibe she got into there for a minute the last the last album she had that mass education whatever her pop album it was not good it had like one good song on the record i appreciate what she was doing but I think right. that the, this record she had this year was kind of like what she really wanted to do. You know what I loved about that album is like, she's a good guitar player. Like, yeah. she's a very really underrated guitar
1: player. Yeah. And like, I felt like she was able to kind of shine or like pop here and there, like with just like a little bit of just like some virtuoso type shit, you know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah. Well in the style of music, like really uh, let her do that too. I think with that mass education album, it was just kind of bleeps and bloops and yeah. You can't play guitar with that i mean you could but she's yeah. not prince or david bowie so she's the closest thing we got <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it i'll take it if that's my
1: replacement that's a pretty good
0: replacement um also there was a lot of mopey music on my list this year because i'm not i am not Uh-oh. a sad sad boy you know sad sack you know right, sweater right, right. music person but i like of... that
1: what do you say are you saying something about really saying that's a nice sweater i'm not talking about the table knit sweaters (laughs) that like taylor swift wears and turn into a vibe
0: but like uh julian baker uh oh cool yeah yeah. lucy Dawkus. am i saying her name yeah it's a dacus Dacus? and dacus i don't know dacus yeah i actually met her at pitchfork a few years ago and uh uh, she's a very very sweet person uh very very it made me like her more uh, which yeah. a lot of people jumped on the Phoebe Bridgers train here in the past couple of years, yeah, uh, which is fine. I love that album. I like Phoebe, but I think that Lucy is like the. I'm not going to say she's realer than Phoebe, but I think that she made the better album. Okay. It's it's more authentic, as We're where Phoebe sure. is kind of like this Twitter. Yeah, um, idol thing now. You know what I'm talking about? Like the I didn't famine. know that. I didn't know that that was a thing for her on Twitter. Is that, well, is that kind I mean, of why
1: like Punisher got so big or whatever? Not
0: Twitter so much, but like she became very vocal on social media. She beat oh, the guitar okay. up on SNL. Like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you know I mean, like she become kind of become this thing. That's yeah. I mean, her music's wonderful. I love I love her music, but like, I felt like her persona became bigger than her music last year.
1: That. <sighs> I don't want to go off on a tangent.
0: Right. But you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yes. Like smashing guitar used to be normal. Yeah. Like,
0: but I guess it
1: happened every fucking night with like every band, every show since the sixties, you know what I mean?
0: And now like it doesn't
1: happen and she does it on SNL. And then people are like,
0: yeah john just did a really cool face <laughs> oh, there there's uh, your. Sound there you go effect. and there's the sound effect <laughs> no i guess i guess it was i don't know if it was one of the dudes from like crosby stills and nash or one of those boomer dudes yeah. made some kind of comment about it like, well that's terrible <laughs> to beat up a guitar and then she like oh, claps back and it become like this big thing like oh yes queen you know yeah uh, so i mean i hey that you know okay that's cool i that's fine but I still more think... people should smash more guitars let me just let me just do that yeah let me just i say mean that. I'll that's say that. fine she's not the first and so she won't be the last but i still think that that uh, undercuts her music it does you know what i'm saying like that's not a that's not a i don't mean that as a diss but I, in the media's eyes it, it became more about that type of stuff than her actual album so and, i'll say this
1: and this yeah. is exposes me a tiny bit and i'm sorry to cut you off again <laughs> but like um I know all about that stuff and I spend her album for like 10 minutes and shut it off.
0: I, I love the album. I thought it was awesome. I still listen to it, but I think that the Lucy album, uh, Lucy Dacus or Dacus or whatever. Um, right. I think her record is the more authentic, um, real deal version of what the Phoebe record, Phoebe Bridges record, um, was kind of marketed as, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't know what I'm saying, but it, it's a better album. That's my point. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I'm Julian Baker. Uh, I don't know if you're a Julian Baker, bro, or not, but she's am, super actually. cool. Yep. Uh, this is the album where she did more instrumentation. It's not just acoustic guitars. Yeah. Uh, I think the songs. Um, I think the songs probably would have been better not done with the more instrumentation what did you want like a more stripped down type vibe or I th- what i think that a lot of this i think the songs are better than the production you know okay. but i still applaud her what do they do doing... like
1: like shine it up too much like
0: it's not that there's anything done too much it's just i think there's a lot of uh i just think that for the kind of music that she does uh it has to be that you know what i'm saying it's nice. like if if radio yes. put out a heavy metal album Like, I'm sure they could do it, but you're kind of like, it doesn't really sound like Radiohead. But at the same time, I give her serious props for doing that, especially in this stage of her career where she's really starting to get mainstream uh, appeal. That's pretty ballsy to do that, change her vibe. So good for Julian Baker.
1: Hey, uh, this is going to go off on a tangent, but I might as well just ask you. Did you listen to Kid Amnesia, like reissue of Kid A and uh, Amnesiac? Um uh, i think it was like last month or maybe
0: yeah i listened to it uh some of the extra songs and stuff i thought were like okay
1: yeah i thought there was like two
0: yeah i, you know I, I feel like I mean? we've like, heard all of them before though everyone's acting like oh these songs yeah. has never been released it's like i think these were out or leaked or yeah i mean they're just not that good we've always played them live
1: or like yeah yeah
0: yeah very familiar yeah did you check out like the whole like
1: 360 world thing that they made that you're you're supposed to like kind of go to their website and then you could go and like wander around the like the kid amnesia like world for a minute like
0: that's extremely pretentious and that's probably above above my pay grade no i
1: haven't I, yeah and apparently it's kind of like walking through like an alcohol a, a art gallery so like you like that's go cool and then and then like some of the i forget what his name's like T to to chalk or I god i don't even know but like the artist that they've been working with for a while yeah. now and you can like stop and like he has like his murals and then you can like inspect them and then like walk again up the hall and like look at like another thing and
0: like yeah that's and that's cool but that's also a very radiohead yeah yeah you know that's
1: why i didn't do it i was like oh that's cool and then i was like oh so radiohead you know what i mean like right it's not i'm not gonna get some like big payoff or anything yeah, it's not gonna it's be just gonna like it's gonna be spiral me into just this radiohead land which i've spent a lot of time in already so it's kind of just like mm. yeah
0: those albums uh like that mid-area mid-era radiohead i've listened to that so much for so many years exactly. like i don't even care about the extra songs and stuff i'm yeah. not saying as a diss to those things that's great they're releasing them but like radiohead's always been about progression right it's always exciting i love I, I always go back to those records but like i don't want to stay there like give me new radiohead
1: yeah i know that's the thing is i used to think that like hell to the thief was like my album i was like oh you know this is my vibe and i like re-listened to it and i was like i really like this album but it's mm-hmm. not i just want to keep like moving down the line yeah it's you know a transition I mean? like, album yeah, yeah 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 anyways
0: don't want to do radiohead tangent right just yeah whatever. uh yeah so give me some more albums you rocked out to this year john Oh God, um, I really, I, I'm sure I
1: brought it up already, but that Bummer album was probably my favorite like noise mm-hmm. rock album. Um, that shit was really good. Um, I've been digging, so I've been doing this really like tragic thing, <laughs> where I've like <laughs> taken kind of like band, like bands that were like in the mid '90s, like um, so two examples. This is so fucking. I shouldn't even say this on a podcast. Yes, okay. do it oh fuck okay so like <laughs> stone table pilots
0: and then like bush
1: okay okay
0: all right i'm 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 only half judging you yeah i know stone table pilots good bush not so much okay so <laughs> sorry so <laughs> yeah i know it's just so bad
1: like so like uh, can i do a disclaimer can i do a, disc- a disclaimer yes we're gonna do okay. a disclaimer okay quick quick disclaimer I will post my like lists of stuff so I can prove to people that don't give a shit that <laughs> I actually listen to new stuff, but I have spent some time in the past couple of years, like hyper analyzing, like the music that I liked as a teen or yeah, a older teen or like, you know, younger right. teen or whatever the fucking whatever age I was. And so what I'll do is I'll, I'll go back to albums that I think that I loved or, albums that i hated or whatever and like try and like figure out why and then like try and make my like own like mixes of like to mm. try and make them better right so i always thought that the Bell's pilots album that came after number four which is shangri la-di-da or some shit was a yeah. trash album like i was like fuck that album it's trash it's trash
0: <laughs> that's the one with sour girl on it no that's number four that's the one before okay Oh, I know the the one you're talking about has days of the week on it. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah it yes. sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, this album sucks. Like, this is terrible. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. But I, um, I've been thinking a lot about like the his name is Robert Diello. He's the bass player of that band.
0: Oh man, he's and a like, freaking beast.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like how he how he's like he's heavy, but he sounds like bouncy at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I had that sound in my head, so I was like, I'm gonna revisit this album. And I listened to it, like how they had tracked it out. And I was like, this sounds fucking terrible. Like I can't fucking stand it. Like, yeah, it's terrible. And so I was like, OK, well, let's listen to it again. This is the dumbest thing ever. And then like remove tracks that like drive me nuts. Right. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so uh, I ended up pulling like two or th- it was three tracks total. And it actually is like a good album now. So I- all I had to do is pull out like two yeah, edit. tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'm like okay this is really good. So yeah, and I did that same thing with uh Bush's last original lineup album Golden State.
0: <laughs> I don't even think I listened to that one. I think the last time I actually listened to a full Bush record was the one with like the Greedy Fly.
1: Yeah, uh or... Razorblade Suitcase.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was like what 13 when that came out. I probably liked it when it came out. Yeah, so as a
1: 38-year-old male, I have spent far too much time listening to Bush and uh, analyzing their first four albums.
0: I mean, it's a cool band name. Gavin Rosdale's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's 90s.
1: Okay, so I'm just going to go down my Bush list. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> first first I'll, Bush I'll album. I'll try not to giggle. <laughs> first Bush album is tolerable but it's not good. Yeah. Razorblade Suitcase their second album was basically a bush version of Nirvana's In Utero and I actually think it's really cool because they took okay. some of the most dissonant kind of fucked up kind of noisy parts and like extended yeah. those into like 6 minute songs which I right. think is cool. Uh the next one is I think The Science of Things and they tried to go like electronica but it's really not an electronic album so if you remove like two tracks it actually mm. sounds like a pretty decent rock record. and then golden state which came out after that that no one noticed because they switched labels and atlantic just ignored them (laughs) uh was actually a solid album yeah and that's and everything they've done after that since the reunion because it's not even like any of the original band members anymore is fucking trash yeah but like their second third and fourth album
0: i would say if you're interested hit me up i will help you um, that's a good that's a good thing. I know we're joking about Bush or whatever, but I I really like that idea of going back and listening to albums that you liked as a youngster or just a few years ago. And yeah. like you said, I think a lot of the albums that I really, really hated are actually not as bad as I remember. Yeah. And I think there's also a lot of um albums that I was my mind was blown. I don't think they don't hold up as good. Right. But Also, at the same time, I have a bad tendency of crapping on anything nostalgic because I always feel like I can get trapped in nostalgia. Yeah, you Um, yeah, you are definitely a nostalgia hater. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I like this stuff that I liked when I was a kid, but I sometimes I can't decipher if it's comforting or if it's really good. You know, I think I I think generally speaking of people have that same issue with Green Day. Like I don't like I'm not I never was a Green Day fan, but everyone had Dookie. Yeah, you know what i mean course. like if you yeah. were alive in the 90s you had dookie i had dookie and i don't even like green day yeah but i mean th- i yeah i think i it's wrote a, hard
1: with them for like three albums and then just like, right
0: to, like, yeah actually i think life. the album after that was probably the better album
1: Insomniac is easily the best green day album easily. yeah
0: right easily because um, it's heavy and they were just like fuck it like but no one talks about that album it's mm-hmm. all dookie and i and i still think is because they're so nostalgic you know, they're thinking of yeah. the first time they heard when I come around or basket case or whatever. Yeah. But all those songs aren't that great. You know, no,
1: they're just as there's fucking standard as you can get. There's like as pop at, as pop as you can get while still coming across as like punk or. Well, there was no
0: mainstream punk at the time, so exactly. I'm going to give them, you know, some cred for that. Yeah. Uh, but when you're talking about Stone Nipple Pilots, that's another thing. Um they had they're very hit and miss and i think too many people lump them in with the pearl jam thing like the you know. 90s grunge type yeah, thing yeah because they really were more like glam rock than they were grunge Agreed. like i know Agreed. his voice had the the pearl jam thing very very early on very early on yeah like, and not even all the songs just like a couple of the singles they I had i
1: just it's just that it was this style of low singing and, and that that's what it. everybody did. Like that's what, what everybody did. Yeah, the, yeah. The, That whole comparison thing that it's happened not fair. in like the early '90s is the dumbest thing ever. It's if, so fucking stupid.
0: Well, if you're if you're a, a younger listener who who doesn't do the Stone Nipple Pilots thing because you missed it when you was a kid, uh, Stone Nipple Pilots were closer to Led Zeppelin, uh, good Led Zeppelin, hundred percent, or like Humble Pie or something. Like yep. they were more into that vibe than they were the grunge thing. Yeah, um, they they're the yeah. best
1: replication of Led Zeppelin while still having their own sound. That I think
0: everybody in that in that band's killer musicians. the the camaraderie chemistry between the brothers, the bass player and guitar. I, right. I think it's kind of unmatched in any other band. I yeah, I'm not riding high. I also on,
1: think he's as really as good, as 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 good as at guitar solos, uh, Dean Dean yeah. Diello or whatever.
0: Yeah, his name is. there's actually guitar solos that's not wankery you know what no I mean? he's
1: really good at guitar solos like yeah lady
0: picture show probably is one of my favorite guitar yep. solos oh or, or um tripping in a hole in a, t- a paper, paper whatever it's called shit. yeah this yeah. solo is like 15 seconds long yeah and it's Just so like, like sweet beep. yeah you know it's so good yep <laughs> uh, so uh, i think we should do that more often and i would love i know you're kind of chilling on the site right now but right. Uh, i would love for you to take a a closer listen to old nostalgic albums with that with that mindset because i think that so, would be super cool yeah
1: and i've actually been kind of thinking about it and i i know this is like a pretentious title but i want to kind of be like here is your favorite band's best album you know <laughs> to like throw it like okay there, you know I mean? <laughs> like don't anybody steal been, that That's yeah john's yeah yeah will <laughs> probably steal it <laughs> but uh um because I've been chatting, I don't know why I keep bringing up Matt. We should probably bring him on as a guest. I'm talking about. Keep him. trying, um, but uh he's been hooting and hollering me about the Mars Volta discography.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: And I'm and I'm like, I'm not giving it away because I actually think I'm going to write this article. But yeah, he's do like, it. this album's the best, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> buddy, it's no. not even close, not even close. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe I, I'll write it one day. I don't know. I think but, you yeah. need to because and you can you don't have to jump into the Mars Volta thing because that's not everybody's cup of tea. But I think right. if you write about like Green Day or Sunnable Pilots or something or, right. you know, any of the bigger dudes, I think uh, I think it'd be really good. Yeah, I, I do that mean, often. Yeah,
1: yeah I want to I want to I want to put it out there. It's just. Hey, we're coming close. Like in like a month, we're at our tenth anniversary, and if that doesn't get me off my ass, then I don't know what. Or I'll just do. keep bugging you until you do it.
0: Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. You like do it, it to me. Remember when I, was I don't bug f- you? No, remember I was in this funk earlier this year. I know. Where I'm like, I, I can't know, ride I know, anything. I don't know how to do I know, it. I know. I know. So
1: uh, hey, yeah, yeah. check out Coop's Friday the Thirteenth
0: series. You shitheads is the fucking yeah. best thing ever existed. <laughs> that's last year you know uh while we're on the subject and we're kind of talking about year-end stuff real quick i want to kind of back away from doing a lot of movie stuff okay because uh, i've done it for like two years i love no, you yeah, i love I movies mean, really dived in yeah it was good I, shit too though i love but again because i wasn't going to shows so i had right. to write about yeah. something uh right. and i hate writing music reviews because i I've, I've got this conscience now where i feel bad if i trash something is that the whole like 21 pilots thing coming back to haunt you it's not that well i'll trash those dudes any day of the week i don't care i'll trash them if you want hips
1: to the site you'll review their latest album
0: i hate 21 pilots so much i won't even trash them anymore because they they're that's much of a time waste but uh no i'm just saying that like yeah i just don't want to like constantly write negative stuff but in saying that (laughs) (laughs) speaking of i got banned from facebook today (gasps) oh no just for 24 hours just for 24 hours for what i don't know i i got a uh, mark and it said that uh for bullying but from a post from 2017 but they didn't show me the comment on a
1: comment or something no probably
0: i don't know i don't even swear in public like i don't even facebook that much either i I, I hate facebook But yeah, the negative thing I got to chill on. So i want to like lay off movies just a little bit just so I can force myself into uh, more music because the past couple of years seems like one big year. And uh, yes, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we've been doing.
1: Yeah, no shit. Yeah.
0: What's the biggest takeaway musically from 2021 for you, John? Uh, You know, um, as a whole, you know.
1: Yeah. So I've I've really spent I don't want to get like deep into this, but I've really spent a lot of time like. Modifying my personal social media to basically feed me bands.
0: Yeah, and
1: good. and so what I've done is like I have like accounts that I don't care. I'm not even going to name them because I don't want followers on the <laughs> to find music. But like Instagram accounts and stuff like that, where I'll follow just bands and mm-hmm. like some close friends, but nothing insane. Right? right. And just all bands. And then what Facebook algorithm does is like it feeds you. Mm-hmm. it feeds you new music like in ads which that generally is not the best music but what i've also found is like by following a ton of bands they like they shout
0: each other out like constantly they do it's it's they're very much uh in tune with each other
1: yeah so i would say like my biggest lesson there was a bunch of really amazing music this year that was heavy that was electronic, that was indie kind of shoegazy, like mm-hmm. all that shit. Like, and I hope, hopefully I'll post my list and if anyone wants to visit it or whatever, like hopefully I'll get it up. But, um, what I've learned is like the best place to find new music or bands that like you're probably going to really love is either by following the bands that you already like on social media. Cause they yeah. shout each other out constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And then figuring out where your favorite bands are signed Mm-hmm. and following those labels because there oh, has yep. been at least two labels this year that I have found with head to wall records. And then what is the ghost in the God damn it ghost in the fuck me.
0: He's thinking really hard, but it'll come to him.
1: Something ghost. God damn it. I don't know. Uh I'll ask Matt maybe. And we'll like link it in the fucking article, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost something fucking anyways. Yeah. That's that's my I, lesson learned 2021. And I found a ton of good music, like bands upon bands upon bands.
0: And like their latest album plus their back catalog. So it's yeah. just so much like good shit. Well, um, I say that too. I'm really, really big into indie labels. I know I'm always riding the, the Knoxville Nashville train, but right. um the all those labels that come out of that area or even labels like the Nashville labels, it's just For like sure. what you say about uh, the bands shouting each other out um yep. some of my favorite lab- labels of all time soul stuff records or fat elvis records or right, right, um, right. you know all these groups i mean the one was not in Nashville anymore but anyway all those guys know each other and it's not about pimping each other's stuff to sell records like these are this no, these it's are their, all love, like yeah it's, they're passionate about you know yeah. what i mean yep. uh i'm i've always i've always been an advocate for those uh for indie labels and i'm yep. not just saying that hey like send me some free stuff to listen to like everyone should be checking out these labels because it's only going to lead to you liking new music oh my god
1: and like the best labels are so good at finding bands that are like fit their roster so well you know Oh what I mean? yeah like, right right or and it's probably recommendations from bands they've already signed but like god damn it like you go through mm-hmm. their back catalog and you're just like this band's dope this band's dope this band's dope yeah you
0: know like holy shit
1: like well
0: the thing with indie labels I think that people don't realize is there it's not like signing to like Universal or Atlantic or whatever. These are literally just pairing with a company that helps them pay for the physical release of an of an album. Yep. You know, those indie labels aren't telling these artists, "Hey, you need to sound more like this for the next record." They're yep. literally just taking their albums and pressing them for them so they get yep. it a little cheaper so they can they can push it i mean it helps both out but it's music uh from a real place it's not from an algorithm or dudes in suits deciding you know yeah and i I mean
1: i guess it's like one thing that i want to shout out for 2021 or like my overall big picture thing just to like finish it off is like huge shout out to like bands for repping each other which i think is you know what music scenes should be or just any you know Mm -hmm. you know like we everybody needs to prop each other up and then secondly i think and it's what you just barely barely talked about is like labels like good labels or indie labels like they should be so much more appreciated and shouted out and like because they're just behind the scenes like if you're a band like you go to shows and people love you and you Mm -hmm. stand in front of you and they cheer and whatever like no one hits up so this was the label that i forgot about the ghost is clear records Okay. So head to wall records, and then the ghost is clear records. Yes. But but like no one's hitting those guys up, and they're like, Mm -hmm. "Dudes, you guys are killing it!" Like you know, few and far between. I'm not saying completely ignored, right? Like you know, people are more interested in like hooting and hollering about like their bands as opposed to like the hard work that they've done putting out like legitimately six like really good albums this year.
0: Yeah you know right. what i mean yeah and those labels it costs so much money for them to do what they do most of the time it's a passion project no one's making no yeah. one's paying their house off with these exactly. indie labels and they usually last like
1: 10 years tops and then like they just get burnt out right you know what i mean yep so Unless uh they hit yeah. it hit it with like a certain release or whatever you know uh, what an,
0: I mean? another label uh one of the first labels that i got really hooked up well my, fat elvis records is probably the first but one of the yeah, bigger right. ones yeah. that uh I know that guy personally before he had that label, but um, Greenway Records at of New York City. Yeah, uh, yeah Green, I Greenway. I've, yeah. I've known I've known those guys for years. Uh, Harry, who owns that label, I've seen that dude start out literally with one release, and now he's releasing like co- consistently albums for big artists and everything. And he's like doing his so cool. own thing in New York. Yeah, New York. So cool, dude. In like, freaking New York, like the hardest place in the world to run a label an indie label for that much
1: work that's taken him to like get to that point yeah
0: so uh and he's one of the coolest people you'll you'll ever meet and he's stayed the same even with the success that he's got now um harry if you're listening to this come on the show (laughs) (laughs) yes would love that yes
1: yes yes we need to get more like record label heads or like people that run that stuff to like so we can pick their brains as to why they torture themselves you know yeah I mean? see that that's that's <laughs> our
0: thing for this year is the indie labels yes there we go i like and it moving like forward it. that's what it's gonna be i like it i like it you know what else is at the very end of the year john christmas christmas <sighs> fuck me okay yeah what do you like about christmas john uh i think it's like cozy mm-hmm. do you know what i mean comforting yeah
1: like it's like it's snowed for the first time here And it's still so today and it's still snowing and like there's Christmas trees up and shit. And I'm like, okay, but my fucking kids are goddamn maniacs and they won't fucking
0: chill. Fuck out. And it's driving me fucking insane. I know that's awesome though, because like put yourself in their shoes. Like this is the greatest time in the world for them.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so the things that you like about Christmas is also are... the things you grow to hate about Christmas, right? <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yes. Okay. And it's... I and I and I want to I want to just say really quick that I watched just barely before we got on this podcast the animated special "All I Want for Christmas Is You," featuring Mariah Carey, produced, executive produced. Have you I seen did... it? I have not. Is it good? I've seen it more times than I would like to.
0: Talk about so it's good.
1: It's amazing.
0: Okay. <laughs> is it what kind of animation is it? Like, do you
1: know when you're playing like a mobile game and they're like, "Hey, come fix your grandma's garden," and you go and
0: like fix like your grandma's garden? Flash animation. Mariah Carey has a flash animation special. Yeah, and
1: she's only in it as the narrator. She's not like, and it's the it's it's this like autobiographical movie of. Her and her family, which I think I don't know like her background, Mm -hmm. but I think they're trying to recreate that as far as like ethnicity with parents and grandparents Mm -hmm. and things like that. And she gets a dog named Jack that's a shithead.
0: Okay. And I don't want to give spoilers. All right. How old is this? God damn it. I don't know. I mean, is it like recent? It's on Netflix. Okay. So it has to be just the past few years ago probably yeah it's gotta be like yeah it's not nostalgic uh
1: i don't fucking know man (laughs) (laughs) christmas
0: specials suck let's just say it yeah i mean uh
1: okay okay so i had to watch that it's not good the animation's terrible the act like the acting like whatever if, if you search for it i think it's literally called all I want for Christmas is you. By what, else would it,
0: what else would it be called? I mean, she's yeah, the exactly. queen of Christmas just for that yeah. song.
1: Yeah, okay. And so the last thing I want to hit on Christmas wise <laughs> is
0: I'm typing it because I can't remember the title. This is what John does. He types as he's talking.
1: Yes. So. And then you can hear me fucking clicking around. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. It's on Apple TV. Don't ask me how I have Apple TV. I have never once paid for it my entire life. Mm. I don't know. Like, so like families when you get like an iPhone, they like give you like a year's subscription or some shit. Yeah. And then they have like family deals and they're like, Well, you got a subscription, so sign up five people. Yeah. Right? Or whatever. Right. I I've, I've never paid for Apple TV and I've had it for two years. I didn't have no fucking idea where it's the or Grifters how. Network. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, there's a fucking... It's, they, they're they labeling it as a documentary. There's no way it's a documentary. Anyways, it's called Twas the Fight Before Christmas. The Fight Before Christmas. Twas the Fight Before Christmas. Is it a show and about it, mosh pits? It's about this fucking lunatic attorney <sighs> who moves into an HOA of a bunch of old people in northern Idaho... And insists on putting on this like elaborate Christmas show. And these old people basically go old people on them on him. And he spends the whole entire time telling the camera crew as he's talking to the camera crew because he's been egged on. Cause I feel like this is a fake documentary or like a setup documentary mm-hmm. that he's being religiously persecuted. Oh no! Because some people in the HOA aren't Christian and they don't want to see a Chris Christian oh. display. John, if you want, if you want to drive yourself insane, watch it because it's terrible. <coughs> well,
0: I will up you one. Oh God!
1: Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I think I know. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I
0: watched Santa Inc. On HBO Max. <laughs> so bad. It's so fucking I keep, bad. I keep wanting to call it Satan Inc. Every time I see it like <sighs> on Twitter, and it kind of makes me want to watch it more, because if it was called Satan Inc., you know, it would have to be better. Yeah, it would um, have to be. Yeah. It is the worst show I've ever watched, and I watched all of it. Did you? I watched the first episode and thought I was going to vomit. Okay, it just gets worse from the first episode. It's like, there's like, nothing redeemable about how
1: it. How ridiculously woke are you trying okay, to be?
0: Okay, so for those who don't know or have been under a rock for the past two weeks, Santa Inc. Nauseating. Is a, it's a, it's a stop-motion animation special, not a movie. Eight-episode special uh, from Seth Rogen, uh, who also does the voice of Saint, uh, Santa in the, in the animation. And it also stars Sarah Silverman, as this elf who wants to take over for Santa and be the first female Santa Claus.
1: I actually quite like Sarah Silverman for the most part. I so. I do
0: too. I used to, but I think she's like Seth Rogen, she's become this really obnoxious Parody character of herself. Right, yeah. yeah, like a shell. Um yeah. and that's really the gist of the story and that's fine. It's not the first uh Santa Claus thing that's been about a Santa, you know, getting a new one. Like Ernest Saves Christmas or the Santa Claus, like <laughs> Ernest Saves Christmas. Fuck yes, Fuck Yeah, yes. See that—that's that's the ultimate Christmas movie <laughs> that all Christmas movies should be judged upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, those movies aren't bad; those are good, fun. Uh, this is not that, and it's mm-hmm. not because it's—it's um, it's not because it's vulgar. Like mm-hmm. seeing stop motion cuss, like that's not even that funny. No, like, I mean that's fine. Like if you if you do that right, it actually could be funny. Uh, so. yeah. Like, what's the show that used to be on Cartoon Network with the little action figure? You know, it would make South fun Park? of. South Park, not South Park. Uh, Robot Chicken. Oh yeah. Okay, so that that's like Adult Swim type stuff, right? Yeah. See, like if it was that, see, that works. That's funny. Um, this is not that because this nope. the problem is with this. It's very very woke, and it's very like, to leftist. tilt, Like what? Like what? Like. I, I'm leftist as fuck.
1: Like, Me I too. am leftist right. as fuck. Like I want all yep. of it. I want yep. all of it. Me too. And yep.
0: that was just that was just it was so forced and just black. It's, it's so heavy-handed. But see, here's the thing though. What I I'm I can't sit here and discuss comedy because I'm not funny, nor would I try to be. Uh, but <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> comedy works because you're it's kind of self-depreciating. To a degree, all comedy comes from Uh, self-depreciation. That's how people identify. And if you identify with something over the top or even tragic, it's funny. That's why we think things are funny. This show is none of that. This show literally just says what they want to say. But then they contradict it with what they do. So, like... At its core, it would be great for like, oh, I want to be the first woman Santa Claus. How come I can't do that? Because I'm a woman like, okay, that's super surface and woke and okay, whatever. Yeah. But it it doesn't make a case for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I feel I feel very
1: sensitive, like talking about this stuff like I'm not, you know, I here's one thing is I think that I am Seth Rogen's audience. I'm a like dude in his like late 30s. That's a white guy. Right, like I, I am Seth Rogen's like demographic. Right? Okay, I should be at least right, you right. know, or like, at least
0: at one time, like ten years ago, or yeah, fifteen yeah, years ago, yeah, I'm...
1: whatever, yeah, like yeah, like super bad, like you know, people yeah. in my yeah, right, our age group, you know, yeah, that yeah, dumb shit, right, and like okay, like I get it, like I get it, and like I am all about that, and I want that, and like all mm-hmm. that stuff, and it was just so like
0: unnaturally just, forced. It,
1: yes it was unnaturally forced and to the point where it's just like they were just hammering stuff like back to back to back to back to back and without any like setup there's just like just, just going through like a list of things that they wanted to like touch on or like yeah but the, like, even just, when they like,
0: even when they say it though they're not giving you any context it's about yeah. it you can't make something for the people that think the same way because then it's not yeah. there's no challenge to it for yeah. either. And yeah. they're not doing anything to make a case for their argument. And um, it's kind of racist. Can okay. the show explain is. that? Tell okay. Me what... um, it's kind of like, all right, we make fun of stereotypes. That's because that's what's funny. Like how, right. like, oh, the white man is the, the, the he's tone deaf and all this stuff. That's fine. We can right. make or fun he's of like that nerdy joke. or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But then they make like all like Santa's reindeers are kind of like sports, like athletes like yep, black athletes yeah. you know yeah. what i mean so yeah. like uh the main character which is a jewish elf i don't know right. how that works but um <laughs> <laughs> an elf and jewish but um she has a friend who's like a, like a karen she's like a gingerbread right. karen Yeah. okay and then her other friend is like a loudmouth stereotypical black lady yeah who's also a reindeer i think right. or a, something but um, they're not making fun of the stereotype to make fun of the stereotype. It literally is the stereotype. Yeah, like you know it's what I mean? not smart enough to like pull it off. They're not making fun of the trope. They are the trope. Yeah. You know, and uh, th- to make matters worse, um, the, tr- the, the trailer for this show bombed on YouTube. Um, like people was watching it, and, like the reactions are like, Jesus, this is terrible, you know? Okay, so... Seth Rogen takes to Twitter, and when the trailer released and got all this yeah. backlash for being terrible, he right. said that uh, his tweet was like, "Oh, we upset a whole bunch of white supremacists with the trailer for our show." No, uh, okay, no. like no white no, supremacists weren't upset with the show because it was challenging white supremacy. Everyone complained because it sucked. Yeah, you know you can't. Bad. It that's that's discrediting people who really are persecuted by yeah. white supremacies yeah you know? exactly yeah
1: like your ham-fisted bullshit like trope slash like stereotype like just lazy you can't blame lazy
0: you can't blame persecution when you make something that's terrible
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah so you you had hit me up about it because i think
1: you know you had seen it and we were going to maybe talk christmas stuff and i was like yeah okay, i should probably check this out
0: <laughs> so and so I,
1: I i was like okay i'm gonna watch this like i'm gonna watch it like yeah. You know, half hour episodes, like hey can, I can just knock this out, like I'll just do it. Yeah. And, and then I'll be able to like talk in depth about it. And I watched the first episode and I was like, I can I, I can't do this. I can't, no. I can't I can't I can't finish this. Like I can't finish this. Like it's terrible. I didn't the second thought... episode so started like rolling on the app, HBO Max, and I was like, mm, no, like no, I'm not I'm not doing this to myself. Like I was in a bad mood. Like it put me in a bad mood. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know I people who don't know you or me would think that we are just exaggerating but it makes no. you angry that it exists yeah and not bad. because of what they're saying i'm not feeling convicted of any bad white person behavior while watching it i feel insulted because it's dumb yeah yeah you and, know
1: and i will say this like you 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 kind of set me up saying like you know this is terrible and so i was like okay i'm gonna watch it whatever so i watched it and then before you know i knew i knew this was going to come up and i didn't want to say anything but like i <laughs> i stopped and like thought about like because of me being like a white dude mm-hmm. you know like privileged white dude like whenever i'm like annoyed or something that maybe is talking about stuff that i don't understand but that i support i right. try to take a step back and say and say like okay well what do, what do i don't understand or like what's scaring me or what's making me uncomfortable right. about this right like right because obviously if I would say like most times, like it's because I'm being challenged and then I need Mm -hmm. to think about why I'm being challenged. And then I kind of, you know? Yeah. And that was one of those things. I was like, okay, well maybe I'm just like not understanding. And you know, I come from a different background that isn't these backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, no, it's just, it's just like the whole, like, it's just gross. It's just dumb. Like, so you have a female Jewish elf who wants to be Santa Claus.
0: Like, okay okay that's fine yeah okay that's your show like okay okay and then like she gets persecuted because she's a woman like oh she can't do it because she's a woman but all the women in the show are terrible and they're all written clearly by white dudes yeah like it's and they just... act like they're written by white dudes you know what i mean yeah it was just it's just so lazy oh it was terrible and, and then I that's think... your plot yeah. point like we're gonna that's have it. a female
1: jewish elf who wants to be santa claus like how she's
0: despicable too like she's a terrible character there's no likable redeeming qualities at all
1: like i don't give a fuck if santa's jewish or buddhist or male or female or white or black or yeah like no one really cares about that i don't care but like give me some background
0: as to why i should don't just be
1: like I'm, you know, I, yeah. That's I what know. I'm
0: saying. Like, they, they say the joke at, cause of what they want to say, but it's not a joke anymore.
1: No, it's just like, reading from like a fucking
0: script or something I don't. Know. and it's yeah. it's very like textbook too like all the jokes are like you know no, what like i say. knew yeah exactly yes like i as the joke was starting i was like oh guess nope. what
1: the punchline is and then the punchline would come and i would just roll my eyes and be like yep,
0: that's a punchline <laughs> imagine the poor people that like perfected their their art and animation stop motion dude yeah they probably spent so much money
1: on like the stop motion studio and, like and the, the time time for that yeah yeah and like the okay. artists and but like this is what
0: they're working on yeah, it's and it, it's and the it, lowest rated show in uh, I think Rotten Tomatoes history or IDBM or something. I mean, the, I hate I hate that whole like algorithm, but like I get it. You know yeah, what I mean? that's that's my point though. It's not because of reviews because there is no reviews for the show. It's clearly just the the customer. Yeah, don't like yeah. it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. The audience, yeah, the yeah. audience
0: doesn't like it. So, yeah. uh, but I think the biggest offender is that it's joyless. It's easy to pick on Christmas because most we, we everybody kind of likes Christmas to a degree I'm right? sure there's people who don't but uh, just in in a standard sense we're supposed to like Christmas because of those are good things yeah like, you be know, you with your family like you said comforting all this stuff that doesn't hit for everybody right. but it's also an easy joke yep you know what i mean Yep. like oh here comes santa claus he's a privileged white guy so yeah. let's hate it now yeah you know yeah. yep so but yeah I mean, watch it if you want to torture yourself
1: audience uh, actually yeah
0: watch it for about 15 minutes and notice after that 15 minutes it doesn't get any better
1: yes exactly uh yep. seth
0: rogan sucks
1: he kind of does now. Yeah, he used to be good. I I, I mean, I, I enjoyed some of his stuff. Yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, he seemed like a likable guy, but I think he's like part of that tone-deaf Hollywood, even though he acts like he isn't. He's kind of like how Kevin Smith become tone-deaf uh, tone all of a sudden. Right, yeah. Okay, so Kevin Smith made that He-Man show earlier this year.
1: Oh, did he do the Netflix He-Man
0: show? Yeah, okay. Um, I haven't watched it. I don't. I don't care about He Man. That wasn't my generation. But I was th- super
1: into it, and I saw it the other day, and I was like, I should watch this. And I was like, Well, I'm not going to watch He Man by myself, and like, kids don't really want to watch He Man, so I'm just not going to watch
0: it. Right. Well, he. Uh, I guess it got a bunch of bad reviews at first, or something. I don't know. But instead of listening to people's um, critique of what they didn't like, he kind of goes on the internet and says that it's the algorithm that's only sharing bad reviews of the show is the reason why the show is getting bad reviews. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that in itself is kind of funny, but it, but it's also very telling about people that are tone, tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I
1: think there's a lot to be said about like, especially white dudes in the nineties and then the early two thousands, that were just kind of given a pass for like any and all of their ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now they're still getting away with that. And like, or they cry
0: about it when they don't get away with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and people are like, "Well, dude, it's not like 2005 anymore. It's not 1996." Like,
0: yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, Seth Rogen and his fake wokeness ruined Christmas this year. Yeah, and
1: Kevin Smith basically has become like a joke as far as anything that he makes at all. So,
0: uh, you know, he always was a little talky. That's the thing that you go back and look at. Why don't you go back and watch something that's not Clerks? Oh, I know. Clerks oh, is know. good. Clerks uh, is amazing. It gets better a- as it goes on. Oh, it totally and does. That any, movie's aged so well, so yeah, well. So, I, I I love Clerks, even if you've never worked that kind of job, just yeah. being around society yep. works is perfect um yep. but any of his other movies even Mallrats, I mall rats which i'll give mall rats a
1: pass just because i was a little shithead and like watched it so okay. many see, times that's the point though see and it still kind of holds up just a little enough, to, up, watch it. enough it, to
0: watch it enough to watch it mall rats holds up in the way that something like animal house holds up okay you know yeah. what i mean right. or like stripes fair. or something it's fair god-awful fair. terrible but it's funny because of those reasons right yeah, you know okay. what i mean yep. so yep. like mall rats kind of get to half pass right, but look chase sure. and amy look we all love taste and amy it's not woke no, it's no. not intelligent it's ridiculous it's so bad it's so bad dogma dogma lo- no. everyone loved dogma because it was so brave to rip on christianity and stuff no it's just as bad as the, the, movie's as the christian mo- movies that crap on other religions okay yeah james yeah. silent bob strike back horrible no it's got fart jokes in it
1: like let's not even uh, go there yeah anything that has fart jokes in it like we're good
0: yeah so like kevin smith isn't that great the dude's riding on like one good movie have you seen tusk i I like tusk that was okay did you like tusk i that shit scarred
1: me i'll never look at uh jason whatever the fuck his name is ever again the same way Uh, justin long Justin Long. Yes. I don't know. I, I was thinking Jason Lee from Mallrats. So yeah, I Justin wish it
0: Long. would have been Jason Lee. That would have been great. Yo, Zach and Mary did a porno or make a porno is good. Uh, It's okay, but that goes back to Seth Rogen again. Justin Long is so good in that movie. It's yeah. like the gay boyfriend with like a yeah. deep voice. He's like, <laughs> but again look you're making a joke about gay people but you don't have a gay actor yeah playing you're them.
1: right you're right okay never mind you know what i mean okay like
0: i know a lot of that stuff won't fly these days for obvious reasons but right. also you you kind of have that's not that old it's what 10 years old
1: zach and mary is probably like 15 yeah maybe okay like it's
0: in its teens yeah right? but i think that's recent enough to be like come on dude yeah, I mean, I, I,
1: I have yeah, I mean, I think anything, I don't know, I, I haven't formed my opinion on this, but I really feel like late yeah. '90s, early '2000s was like the peak of like misogyny and like kind of like yeah. culture, and I don't really yep. want to get into that right yep. now. So yeah, will save that. That's that's for, another topic. Yeah, in the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. But either way, my point is, Seth Rogen, um, he kind of pulled that. Oh, it's white supremacists that's ruining this show. Jesus um, Christ, no that's, dude, it's just fucking terrible It's just terrible and It's like, really bad Please, please don't victimize yourself Yeah uh, Because you made something bad It's okay, take the loss, everybody makes bad stuff
1: Yeah, but, and you know? like HBO, come on Like, let's think a little bit
0: Look, HBO just wants money. content I mean, because It's true, they're putting out all their
1: fucking terrible ass movies on their app So, I mean, yeah HBO Max isn't great
0: uh, really quick I, I don't love bit, it for the DC stuff though I mean it's cool that it's there uh, it's I, I like I don't like the user um, oh the interface is terrible the interface sucks you Sorry. know I, I feel like I'm looking at like a 90s internet you know what I mean like <laughs> I think I click this to watch this yeah. I, Um. no but I won't spend too much time getting on this but I have to say this because this is actually going to be one of the things I talk, I was going to talk about the most Um. You said it earlier when we talked about grifting. I said that Apple's like the grifting network. Yeah. No one knows why they have Apple, but people get Apple. No one ever says, oh, I have to go buy Apple monthly. Um, Streaming services, I don't want to go on a tangent on what I don't like about streaming services, but HBO Max, Netflix, Disney, all these things, they've made it so easy not to have physical media. Yep. Um, But also at the same time, we're not really paying for the service anymore. We're buying the product and then renting it. Yeah. So basically these services are grifting. It's just, yeah. For, for example, I, I use Squadcast. Maybe I should bleep that out. I don't know, but uh, I use a program to record this podcast and instead of me buying the program, I pay like $15 a month. Okay. Um, But instead of buying the program, and having just a little bit of features, I, I pay it monthly. So if why, what am I, am I just renting the service? You know what I mean? Now I can pay for it for a year if I want and save like $10 or whatever, but then it's still not mine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking about this the other day Um, and that this goes into like the really big thing of like the internet of things, like technically the site that this podcast is hosted on, you know, BGM, like mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I technically, because, you know, since I'm the dude that is the billing guy or whatever, mm-hmm. like, I don't, we don't own any of this. Like, I can, I can, I can download the database. Yeah. Right. But I don't technically own the URL or the like theme or, you know, any of that shit. Like I just renew it and like mm-hmm. renew the domain. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't own that and there's no way I could. I couldn't unless I started as like a, a domain service, like a domain name service and like put it into like my company. I wouldn't I, I'm never going to own that domain. I'm just renting it. Yeah, you're best.
0: renting it because you're paying for it annually or however monthly or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. But OK, so that's been the thing. All right. We don't own physical. I mean, like even I don't know. You're not really a gamer, but like with PlayStation or Xbox, now they have services where you don't even buy the game. You just pay. Yeah, you buy like Xbox
1: Gold or whatever, right? Yeah, well, I
0: mean, like they even have like a service. Like I'll pay like fifty dollars a month, and I can play any game I want. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I'm not physically buying the game. I'm I'm bought the system, and it uses up my data and the hard drive space, but I don't physically have it. So yep. why am I buying something and paying rent
1: on it? Oh, I don't. So like another thing, th- my best example is this, is I used to be like a Comcast like cable subscriber. Yeah. I'm so, Xfinity. Yeah. Yeah. Xfinity, Comcast, Xfinity, same thing. Yeah, exactly. And like, I still use them as the internet, but I, I, for a long, 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 long time, I like had that like cable package or whatever. Right? Yeah. And so like, there's been one or two times where I've, Purchased a movie via Xfinity. Yeah, yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like I spent, especially
0: like, early on. Yeah, you know, like right.
1: so I bought I bought the house with uh, Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell. That's just it's a fucking amazing movie. It's hilarious. we're like okay, yeah, yeah. These like you know white suburban parents like start a casino and like it's, <laughs> it's funny as fuck. Yeah, and we I it was like New Year's Eve and we wanted to watch something. And I was like fuck it, I'm just gonna buy it and then we can watch it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And we did. And then as soon as I cut the cord, like I no longer have access to my copy of the house that I yeah, bought. Right. It's just gone. Yep. That $20 investment I made is just gone. Mm-hmm. And Unless I sign up for cable again, and maybe it's back in my
0: account or whatever. Uh, but probably not. Yeah. No one cares about any of that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're buying something. You're not renting. You're buying. So you can watch it as much as you want, but you're really not buying. So it's really no different than you renting Yeah.
1: And so as you're saying that, like when you cut your subscription, they should send you downloads of the things that you bought. Right. Don't you think?
0: Yeah, I I would. Okay. So, so here's the deal. I have Xbox uh, one and I downloaded that um, Friday the 13th game. Yep. Yep. Uh, It was actually free. If you have Xbox Gold, it was free for a month or whatever. So I downloaded it and it's like 10 gigabytes or whatever. Okay. So uh, it's in my system. I have no disc. It's it's in the Xbox in the hard drive. Right. Okay, but if my Xbox Gold um expires or let's yeah. say I unhook the internet, I can't play the game.
2: Nope.
0: Okay, it's in my it's in the hard drive taking up space. It's not flash. I'm not streaming it. Right. So I own it, but I still can't do it unless I have the service. So yeah. if I bought the game, I'm buying it but then I have to rent to to play it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's yep. a, it's a that's grifting. That's getting yeah. money from people constantly over something that they they yeah. don't own. Yeah. That's kind of the thing with, like, look at Spotify, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we can make an argument every day about, like, artists don't get paid for Spotify, and they're like, oh, we'll buy the physical album. Well, what am I going to listen to in my car? My, I have a brand-new truck, like a 2018 truck. It right. doesn't have a CD player in it.
1: Yeah, so you, you, you basically have to Bluetooth or, like, hook up your fucking – apps or whatever right to it right in order to listen to your
0: shit yeah yeah okay but then if i don't have internet service then i can't listen to spotify right in my track because i have to bluetooth and i have to have internet
1: right right
0: yeah so if i'm paying for a service and then i'm still not okay but then they they still there's this thing about the what do they call that that nfts yeah you know you can buy it uh, buy an image or something yep instead of right clicking it and <laughs> saving right, it yeah yeah so what are you gonna do with that though so then you're gonna buy something from somebody that you're yeah, not i mean gonna that's have?
1: that's the that i mean that's even bigger right it's like you buy it and then it lives in a gallery or space where you could like interact with it and okay. then you have to have the like either membership or like own something in that
0: in order to get into that like gallery or area so that goes back into buying something then having to rent it yeah like you don't I mean, I don't, I'm
1: not an NFT guy, but I know enough to like talk about it is like yeah. you buy the NFT, then it gets hosted into a space mm-hmm. and then you have to, it, I don't know if you pay for access to the space or that maybe could be, you bought something and that's where it's,
0: you know. Yeah. the it's, licensing fee or yeah, whatever. Yeah.
1: That you can go in there and like interact with it or
0: like look at it or whatever. Like Google image search, <laughs> or you can just right click any image and take it and put it in your hard drive. Yeah so yeah i don't get it it's that's drift. what people
1: with way too much money or people that are looking to make like a quick buck and don't understand like
0: so yeah so so which I is it is it physical media or not physical media you know what i mean it's not it's not i mean i i yeah you
1: i keep trying to go down these tangents. i don't want to but i read i read an article where Basically, everything is transferring to digital and nothing's going to be real anymore.
0: Which I understand. It's been doing that for years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, like, the, apparently, this whole like NFT and cryptocurrency and all that stuff is just really pulling things into like a really extreme, like.
0: Well, it's kind of working against each other because if we're wanting to spend our physical money into fake money or digital money that we don't see anyway, right, then it's going to probably deflate the value of a dollar. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's
1: hard for me seeing people do really minimal things and supposedly like making money off of it. Where I'm like, I could do that if I put the time towards it, but I don't want to put my like physical assets into something like that and then try and like flip it. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Well, I mean, this kind of comes back to the label thing too, though. Like, this is why we need to support those indie labels. Or artists, you know, if like if you want something drawn, or pay somebody to do it, yep. you know what I oh, mean? Because sure. oh, they're not sure. going to own the image anyway, so you might they might yeah. as well get a little money from it. Yep, agreed.
1: It's, yeah, it's I. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard. Like I'm an Apple Music guy. Like I'm fucking yeah. calling the kettle black. Like you know. No, I mean, I but you have to though. Is,
0: you have to though.
1: Yeah, it's like I have all these albums in my like list and like. Do I own any of them? No. Do I like try and support these bands? Like, yes. Have yeah. I been to their shows recently? Absolutely not. Which is the way that I supported them.
0: Right. So it's like. You're being forced into grifting them in a way. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like,
1: like, yeah, I, I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm torn about it. I mean, it is what it is. I, it, If I had the financial thing to throw 10 bucks at every album I wanted to listen to, I would, but I, I mean, I can't, no, or I need to change does. my listening habits right. and just like concentrate on, you know, whatever, like 25, 30 albums a year. And that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, you know?
0: Yeah. So it all comes back, back to this thing that we're renting people and someone's getting paid for it and not the person who created the art.
1: Yeah. And then the people that are paying for the purchase, aren't getting their, their product. Technically. Well,
0: you know, even those indie labels that we're talking about support and haven't been able to put product up this year because of Adele. I know. Yeah, you know so like but people say go buy the physical album but i can't yeah because none of the pressing plants have them open and what's freaking store can you walk into and go buy an album have you ever been into a target and look for a cd or best buy or something yeah (laughs) or a movie yeah i
1: know yeah i know yeah Yeah, i know my whole thing is and you know maybe this is my like little like confession corner because don't (laughs) we do that at the end now of course go to shows please and even if you don't love all their t-shirts or you know whatever you're not a vinyl guy or a vinyl person or even a cd person or anything like if you like the band i'm not saying just to buy something just to like throw it away or whatever but Mm. find something that you like
0: yeah they
1: usually have like stickers or like a you know like a sweatshirt or like anything posters you know flyer of the show like anything like that we're you know even throwing like 10 bucks it helps bands that are touring a long way because like mm-hmm. they're scrapping sometimes for like meals or like places to stay so they don't have to sleep in their fucking van well it's pretty
0: bad even when the big dudes are feeling the squeeze so you know the people that have day jobs what it's yeah. like for them uh yeah. and a good way to do that is also support those indie labels. I'm not talking about yeah. like Arista Records or Warner yeah. Brothers. I'm talking about like the dudes like we was just talking about, like Soul Step or yeah. um, the Ghost is Clear Records Ghost is Clear Records, or <laughs> you know, any of the labels that I'm we're always pimping, but like you yeah. support those people because those people are also supporting the artists and they're yeah. they're helping spread that word, lift people up. Yeah, I mean uh, streaming's easy and I, I get it
1: and we all yep. do it. Yeah, I'm just, not anti-stream, but just find a way. Like, I think that some of the reason that you know the website Bitter General Music started was because we loved bands and we just wanted to like do our part and spread the word. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if even if you can shout a band out on your social media like channel or whatever, and like if one person sees it, that's mm-hmm. that's you you've done your job. And so that's yeah. what the website used to be about was you know finding bands that we loved and trying to lift them up and in turn they would share the article and lift us up and you know things have kind of flattened out a little bit maybe we'll get it going this next year but i mean that's kind of what this whole scene what this podcast is what this community is it's like trying to lift up literally bands that we love people that we think are good people that make awesome music yeah, yeah but like not
0: yeah. influencers but actual content creators people who draw people who write people who record music or people who share music you yep. know it's not even a musician's thing like i have people like our uh anybody the writers for this site you know share each other's yep. stuff it's a commodity yep. uh, even yeah. from other other websites too you know There's oh yeah other... there's so
1: many good websites that are Like just dive in. Like if you start looking around, there's so many good websites that are worth checking out. You don't have to go to pitchfork. Like there's, there's so many good websites and I wish I had a list that I could shout out, but if you look, you'll find it.
0: Oh, we're always talking about them on social media, you know, and you don't have just find something that you like and get someone else to listen to it. Yeah, That's all you need to do really. Or watch it or read it or something. Or share it. You know, you can link, you can link them to the Spotify album via
1: text. Just do it. See if you like it.
0: Buy some stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And go see him, buy some shit if you can. Buy some stuff and give him his Christmas presents. Because <laughs> yes. perfect. Because yes. Seth perfect. Green hasn't killed Christmas officially, just halfway. Seth Rogan. Yes. Seth, what I call him. Seth Green.
1: Robot chicken Who, guy. Who's Seth Green? Robot chicken guy. He's like I, the, son, know of the Evil. son of Dr. Evil. Son of Doctor Evil.
0: Oh, oh, On, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah. Is oh, he cool? Yeah. I don't know if he's cool or not. You I mean he does TV robot chicken. I don't I don't like robot chicken, but like he still okay. does it. All right. Seth Green's probably cooler than Seth Rogen, though. Sure. I'll take that. I'll take yeah. that. I don't know. Unless he said something racist or that. Mis- right, like, I'm
1: know. sure he's in some fucking terrible late 90s
0: every movie. Every movie he's ever been in. Yeah, I think he was in exactly. Can't Hardly Wait. It's a good movie. Is it? We have to watch it as an adult oh, as 38-year-olds. <laughs> All right. I ain't Um, got time for that. No, we're going to wrap (laughs) this up. Um, I'm going to say Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays. Look at me being PC. Happy holidays. Happy (laughs) Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All those things, because we don't care about just supporting Christian people's holiday traditions. All of those things, man. You want to put up a Christmas tree. You want to set a swastika on fire.
1: Yeah, definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like do yeah. some do some actively anti-racist shit for yes, all of us, please. Do
0: it. You gotta like kinda make a counterbalance to all the trash people that's capitalizing on traditions and turning them into stop motion HBO Max specials.
1: And go to see shows so I can feel better about my Apple Music subscription.
0: Yeah, you gotta do it just because John <laughs> has Apple Music and Apple TV.
1: <laughs> Help me feel better about being a piece of shit yuppie with a sweater on. <laughs> It's a nice sweater. I mean, come on. Like, you know what it needs? It needs a like a pocket. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See?
0: It needs See? a pocket so you can put like a dead Kennedy's pin on it or something. Just to, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Some post its. Yeah. There you go. See? Just draw a Misfits logo on there. <laughs> It's a punk like sweater. It, and yeah, draw it. To it. My shirt. Just... <laughs> yeah, have one of your have one of your kids to draw like a bunch of patches but post-it notes so you can put it on your battle. The, di-
1: the Danzig goat head, and I'll just like hang it right. Here. Yeah,
0: I, w- I-, I would probably do that. <laughs> is it a goat head or is it like a rant? It's a goat, right? Actually, no. It's from a Marvel comic from a million years ago. <gasps> Which Marvel comic? Oh, oh, I can't think of it offhand. I actually have a copy of it, but it's he took that image and just like cut it off Up and then it? okay yeah but i think i think he licensed it though i think it's his now i don't know it, it has to
1: be that's such an iconic vibe like the fucking skull with the horns and then yeah over the top. and like
0: on the comic it had like these barbarian people like conan oh, or something word. okay yeah. so he probably jacked it from a conan yeah i'll, I'll like find it and send it to you later but okay. um yeah so thank you for listening to the show yes thank you please like and subscribe and smash the like button Tell us about your first sweat dream in the comments. Oh, oh, we didn't talk about Showgirls. We have. uh, Go ahead, quick. Just give me the give me the quick update. If you want to send any of us Christmas presents or whatever that is, we will take any kind of 4K or Blu-ray version of Showgirls. Yes, uh, and Elizabeth Berkley, if you're out there, just tweet us. That's it. I just want like one of Aaron's tweets. Just acknowledge, acknowledge me, Elizabeth Berkley. We love you what is oh, it a
1: a a a r x n 82 fuck did i fuck it up no that's it? it that's it i still got it memorized yeah on twitter how freaking is that i made my Twitter 82 an... on twitter
0: i made guy. my i made my twitter handle with an x instead of an l on my name that's so yeah. stupid that's, that's some dancing shit right there yeah, it was like 2009 Danzig <laughs> stuff, maybe I don't know. Whenever I started Twitter,
1: Elizabeth Berkeley, hit hit us up. Please. Yes,
0: do it, and yes, we need to get you on this show. I just want you to acknowledge me because we love you so much. Yeah. Uh, next month, uh, I'm just gonna say it because I don't know. Uh, next month we have our guest is going to be Kelly Scott, the drummer from Failure. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa yes. Whoa, so please go out there, <laughs> listen to Failure's latest album, um, Wild Type droid mm-hmm. um, with headphones preferably
1: yeah I, that's on my list I mean I need to be a decent somewhat co-host right
0: yes and uh, like us on the socials share the podcast and do all that good stuff uh, love you is, thank you this has been your host Coop uh, follow me on twitter and my co-host is John the owner of bearditgentlemanmusic.com peace alright happy holidays people. <laughs> peace out